0: Okay, and uh go ahead with your favorite quote from Twister, <laughs> the movie Twister.
1: Uh, hold on to the belt. Right? <laughs> Isn't that a part? Um,
0: my favorite part is is my favorite quote comes from the Twister itself when it says <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I saw that on the AFI Top 100 Quotes list. Yeah, and it was attributed to F Five Twister, right? At comma right. Act Three.
0: Yeah. Welcome to Your Inner Child's an Idiot, the podcast where we look back on things from our childhood and see if they were any good. My name is DJ,
1: and my name is Damon. Hello, uh, uh, c- crowd. I assume, uh, DJ, we have a live crowd. I assume they're at your house because they're not at my house. And this yeah. is, of course, Everyone's our- Everyone's uh, over
0: here. All of my friends, we're hanging out. It is the 150th episode spectacular. Pew,
1: pew. Sesquicentennial.
0: Actu- is that correct? It's the Susqua? It's the sesquipedalian
1: uh, celebration. Mammalian centennial.
0: We are so excited to have made it this far- uh, we don't release a lot of episodes, so it took a while. Sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, we plan to do nothing about it in the future.
1: And You know, I, I think we the the real people we have to thank is just uh, not our patrons, of course, not them, right. but just the massive amount of free time that you and I have uh, to just keep putting yes. a, a, a podcast that uh, you know that that fives of people enjoy. Yeah. Well, you know, uh,
0: first of all, thank you to me for, uh, <laughs> for you know, putting the work in um, and making friends with someone who is funny. So I feel like I get most of the credit for that.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because I also
1: like to. I don't want me to fall through the cracks, though.
0: Okay, uh, okay, you know? okay.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, I think that's also important. Uh, that I am also on the yeah, podcast right. is also an, an right. integral ingredient uh, that I am here. I want you providing, all, all t- providing the vision of a <laughs> of a white man finally for this podcast.
0: Finally, finally, when are the white men going to get to speak? Um, I will. I will also say. I mean, you're probably thinking. They put a lot of effort into this podcast, but the mm. truth is, the truth is, we really just turned the mics on. This is exactly <laughs> the same shit that we would be doing. Um, so once again, just can we get a round of applause for us, for you and me? Okay, thanks, everyone. Thank <laughs> I assume you. you're clapping. You. I assume Thank you're crowd
1: clapping. crowd, at DJ's house.
0: Uh, we're talking about Twister today. 1996's Bill Paxton's Helen Hunt's
1: <laughs> Tyler, Tyler Paymore's
0: Hunt's. Huntsman's, Huntsman? Philip C. Moore, Huntsman.
1: John Huntsman's uh, Twister. John Huntsman. (laughs) His failed Uh, presidential campaign's
0: Twister. You know what I like about this movie? I'm just going to say this just from memory, (laughs) just from the depths of my memories. Stuff gets toe up real good.
1: You know, uh there's a lot of stuff going Kablawi. Um there's a few Kablooies. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, yeah. also deny that fact. I think history has has shown that there are a few Kablouies along with the Kablawis. Um mm-hmm. you got the winds, uh you got the uh you know, you've got pipes uh, coming out of the ground that need to be uh-huh. tied uh, tied on got the cow. You got cows, featured way too much in the advertising, but you do have cows. They were very proud of them. Uh, You got water spouts. You could learn about different types of twisters you never knew knew existed. You got F1s through your F5s. You got your water spouts. You got your uh, dust devils. You got Mm. your... uh, Actually, that's all the ones I can name.
0: You got the most terrifying twister of all, karaoke
1: Oh, yeah. He can twist himself into various different character proportions
0: <laughs> we're actually just reviewing the game twister um <laughs> but we're doing so remotely which is even weirder than you would think
1: it's less um, sexually charged i'll tell you that because it's just yeah, me on a mat
0: because you're just like left hand green you're like yeah that's fine here, I, here yeah
1: we go. And it's not really as bad as people make it out to be <laughs> if i'm being honest
0: i think we can only talk about this movie now because it's been uh over a year since the uh tornado came through nashville uh, it was a really scary uh, situation that that kicked off uh, the, you know, uh, the second quarter of uh, of <laughs> 2020, which really uh, for almost all of us was just the beginning of a great season of life.
1: Uh, one of my best years. Um, so I love a tornado and I love, love, love a pandemic two mm-hmm. in the same year. Someone up there likes me. Sign me up. It was, it was I also like the idea that we were holding off on this one. We really had this one locked and loaded, but yeah, oh, the weather <laughs> thing. We yeah. were trying to be
0: sensitive, which we're known for.
1: We usually plan these things about a year ahead, <laughs> so it does make sense that we would have been thinking about twister back in twenty twenty. Well, did you? Because like,
0: uh, like a tornado is like a very like the town I grew up in in Ohio like had in the seventies had like a an ama- like a huge tornado came through and. Uh, destroyed parts of the town then too. So it was like, it was like a big part of the sort of just general Midwestern psyche growing up that mm-hmm. like there was always the possibility because there was like, you know, hundreds of tornado warnings after that. And of course, nothing really ever uh, really kind of touched down near near us in the same way as that did in the 70s until uh, living down here last year. And so it's weird to like, have grown experience that growing up and then see this movie where they kind of like, it, it made me sort of less scared of tornadoes. Cause tornadoes are always interesting just as a, as a phenomenon. Um, but then watching this movie, you kind of learn, I don't know. I never really got into storm chasing or whatever. So watching this movie was like the closest I got to be like, Oh, this is actually really interesting. And then, plus you've got the com- very compelling Bill Paxton, um, who, you know, I mean, I'd watch, read a phone book. I don't know about you.
1: I would. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I don't care for him. I know he's dead. Peace and blessings be upon him. I don't care for bill paxton i think he's a lousy actor lousy but i wanted to talk more about beaver creek ohio did they eventually uh unite as a townspeople and go tear down the tornado sirens because they've been proven to be useless because <laughs> tornadoes never came through again i like well, to imagine your town is pretty much springfield in the simpsons <laughs> <laughs> yes. well this was uh, this was xenia
0: so it was like i grew up uh in xenia and then uh moved one town over <laughs> to beaver creek uh but uh, yeah, they they sort of um, would just sort of yell at clowns, just sort of in revenge.
1: <laughs> so all growing up. No, you just hear, you know, you hear tales. It's a you know, myth. It becomes a... a yeah. A, a legend becomes myth, as Lady Galadriel of Zinnia, Ohio, once said. Zinnia, thank you for <laughs> making it sound more majestic than it ever could be. Uh, oh, no, we're not named after a flower. no, no, no. No, <laughs> no.
0: Uh, it's like you know you'd hear the things about the weird things that tornadoes do like they skip, the, they hit damage a house on either side of uh, old man Crawford's place and then jumped over you know <laughs> and you know you hear all these like weird things and I think this uh, this movie if I recall correctly kind of like gets into that a little bit I think it's uh, it's a fun time plus you know I'm always I'm always in for the ride if we can, if we can see some Helen Hunt uh, neck t- tendrils Neck tendrils. Or, sorry, neck tendons is what I was,
1: <laughs> I was just imagining hair jutting out from her neck. Um, she, I have she, twister stories. Um, I used to live in Texas, tornado alley. Never saw a tornado there to my recollection, uh, although I practiced many tornado drills in the hallway yes. of my school, which are the worst of the drills. The worst of the drills because you got to get down into that weird position and they're really yeah. strict about holding your head in a certain way. Yeah, terrible. Um, I could do a fire drill any day of the week. Tornado drills? No, thank you. It's a um, drill. you go outside. Yeah, hell yes. yes. Go where I'll the fire be. isn't. Consider it done, <laughs> Mrs. Davila. Um, then I I have been through tornadoes. So once when I, we were coming home from fishing with Grandpa. We got mm. caught in a tornado while driving. Oh. It was terrifying. You prayed to God to keep us safe. Oh, thank you. And, he, <laughs> um, did. and, he, and did. he did, and that's why my faith remains resolute to this day. Um, that guy that was killed in the tornado didn't pray. I guess he sort of brought it on himself in a way. Oof. Anyone who dies in a in a <laughs> an accident like that, I guess, had it coming because they didn't have enough faith. Ah. <sighs> I'm really starting to dislike this organized religion stuff. <laughs> I also, so the tornado you referenced, I was woken up by it, um, yeah. and uh, and rushed to our basement with uh, with my boyfriend, but not our cat, <gasps> who apparently I was trying to look for her, but you know, you know, it's a matter of seconds, DJ because you never know if it's going to hit Old Man Crawford's or your house. Right. I also live across from Old Man Crawford. Um, it's a common last name. So I left her because I couldn't find her. And then we, when we came back up out of the basement, she was in our closet.
0: Oh. She would have been fine, though. That's one of the places they tell you to go, right? I'm thinking of earthquakes. <laughs> yeah,
1: she she doesn't know shit. She was trying um, to stabilize yeah.
0: herself in a, in a... And a door jam. She was in panic
1: a, mode. She forgot the uh, the instructional videos I send to everyone in the household every quarter yeah. per the law. Um, she so forgot you're which, in a tornado. Which which. <laughs> a lot of Getty stock images of people in offices. <laughs> um, now, the biggest disaster I've ever lived through was Twister the Ride at Universal Studios Orlando, Florida. Oh, I um, have not where, experienced that one. Uh, it is, they obviously, con- much like we talked about on The Mummy Uh, The mummy episode, uh, the last episode uh, with the mummy, uh, they obviously were contractually obligated to film the line, the video Mm -hmm. you watch in line uh, during the filming of Twister, because Helen Hunt and uh, Bill Paxton, RIP, were still in costume and talking about the danger of Twisters. Like, they're fucking experts. You're actors. You're just in a Twister movie. Why isn't Judy Garland here telling me about Twisters? It doesn't make any sense. Um, Anyway, uh, this is one of those things that were, I think, really big at Universal Studios when it first opened, which was like it's not a ride so much as just like a set up stage and shit happens and then you like walk out of the amphitheater I think they had a place for Earthquake the the 1970s oh, disaster okay. movie yeah, much yeah. like the same same format yeah so this you walk into an amphitheater and there's like a stage scene of like a rural gas station old timey Ford uh, back when a man's handshake meant something that sort of vibe Uh <laughs> And, uh, ooh, the sky's darken, and you hear the winds are roaring through the corn, the cornwood. Uh, I was just and- shaking
0: this man's hand <laughs> firmly and with conviction to signal our
1: agreement. <laughs> I spat in my own palm. We both kept adjusting our baseball hats uh, on our heads. And wiping our brow with a handkerchief that we keep in the back pocket of our dungarees. Anyway, uh, but then the winds start going, and all this nonsense, and the, the truck like skids into the the gas station pipes and blows up. But here's the mm-hmm. thing: depending on where you stand, you might be affected differently than others. Tyler got a little bit of a misting from the from the uh, from the rain. I was apparently standing right next to the spigot where the rainwater came out, and it just poured directly down my shirt, down my back. It was the most <laughs> terrible experience ever, and I'm still not forgiven, uh, Helen Hunt to this day. <laughs> anyway, that was, uh, those are my Twister stories. Mad about Twister is what you are. Mad about Twister, baby. <laughs> Can you... Mad About You is one of those shows where it's just like, did we all dream this show existed? How? It seemed like it was everywhere, and then I was rewatching Seinfeld recently, and they referenced, they made a, a kind of snide reference about Mad About You. I'm like, oh yeah, Mad About You. Yeah, Paul Reiser wrote the theme song. It was a good. Theme and Then they song. tried to bring it back for a minute. They did, didn't they do a? They did a season, right? They did a revival, but it was on a streaming service that no one. It was like on Crackle or something. It was no. nonsense.
0: I just no remember like crackle. they got like a. Didn't they get like divorced at the end? I just remember the like it, them just being like this whole series being about their relationship and then it ending with like oh, oh I guess we're uh I don't it they might get back together. Mad, I don't remember. Mad at you. Yeah. Wow.
1: Wow, really? You see, mad be. about you No, I remember
0: you see, it doesn't just mean like mad for you, mad about you. Mad around just the, you.
1: About the general concept of you. Yeah, I am mad. Yeah. I you bring out anger in me. Uh the only thing I remember about that show is they named their daughter Mabel. That's right. But it was a bad name and everyone on the show also thought it was a bad name. So all the characters, every time they would, oh, this is our daughter Mabel, they'd be like, oh, (laughs) it's kind of cruel. Anyway. We got psh in this. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh yeah, this is the first time I became uh, cognizant of psh.
0: Yeah. I recall him being a a fun character in this, right? He's like sort of some of the plucky uh, side character kind of situation.
1: Yeah, he's uh, some cocky a uh, cocky comic relief in this. I think um, he's sort of just the sort of a know it all. Like, yeah, well,
0: because they got their like twister guy. Because Carrie Elway's team is like the they're like the uh, they're like the team in the Mighty Ducks that's like all in black. They like got a really organized approach. They're like the corporate. Um, okay, what's going
1: on? Sorry, about? there is a gnat just who's like, can I be on your eyeball, please? <laughs>
0: So they're like the corporate, I guess, sellouts of storm chasers. And then we got the like, <laughs> our like ragtag bunch of bad news bears storm chasers. Yeah, which we're it's a very
1: for. bad news snobs versus slobs, a weird a line. And don't worry, the snobs are punished. They sort of get their comeuppance in this um, when they're, it's actually kind of a funny story when they're murdered by a tornado.
0: Do they die?
1: Oh, Yeah. <gasps> I knew that they were oh damn dude I remember in the movie thing I'm like I mean they were jerks but I don't know if they needed to die movie <laughs> wow I remember cause like does yeah it, they take a wrong turn and Bill Paxton's like no it's gonna it's gonna do a U-turn or something that's actually much more passion and better acting than Bill Paxton offers but uh Carrie always like Pah, pish posh and nonsense I pronounce my, my R's very weird. hard in this movie because I am an American in this movie he's like um, it and depends he too turns, much on computers he's like my computer says it won't yeah, turn and then he's He's punished and he's murdered for it by the by the storm, the very storm, DJ, that he was chasing. It's like, and Bill pa- Paxton's character's like, no, she's bucking left. I can feel it in her hips. <laughs> bucking left? <laughs> she's doing a Tennessee two step. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know it anywhere. Back in the panhandle, we saw this all the time. <laughs> Back, I assume, like they're gonna do a Twister prequel, and they Carrie Elway's and Belle Paxton were like best friends, maybe even lovers.
0: She's doing the Oklahoma three sixty. Watch out!
1: Cause... Aren't they all doing the Oklahoma three sixty because they're <laughs> Twisters? Yeah. <laughs> so there's <laughs> that's how they get you. The Roma... I don't know if we need to name that bill because <laughs> it's just they all circle, do that. Yeah. I don't know if we need to create a category just for that because they're all gonna be in that category.
0: So the romance situation, Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt are like exes, right? They're,
1: they're yeah, I think um, I think Bill Paxton, oh my God, is this going to be one of those things where I remember everything about this movie? I think Bill Paxton is there because he's literally there to serve divorce papers to Helen Hunt's character mm. and then gets swept up in all the twister And Because there's uh, also like uh, while a, a put-upon cur-
0: current girlfriend, right? The mar- school marmy like...
1: I think she, she just don't doesn't really understand. And I don't think she's shrewish, but she's definitely not down to clown. You know what I mean? Sure. She's definitely sure. she's snobby. I think she's yeah. a little bit like uh, well-to-do, and she doesn't like being in this dirty truck, mm. and she just wants to get out of here. And uh, you know, so thus she needs to watch her relationship fall apart in front of her. She doesn't want to She doesn't want odd punishment <laughs> for these characters. She doesn't want to get
0: in the stew, which is what we call a storm chase. <laughs>
1: getting the stew sue being short for storm I right you didn't misinterpret yeah
0: she doesn't want to chey the stew I think that's <laughs> that's just a fact uh, and I think I have a feeling that I'm going to sympathize with her uh, because that's
1: what happens now as- Twister's a lot like Romeo and Julia when you're young you, you identify with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt when you're older you you identify with the put upon fiance who just wants to get the fuck away from a storm <laughs>
0: I can't wait to watch it. Uh, we're gonna watch Twister. Watch along with us. We'll be right back. So you tell the people about uh, Patreon and I'll just pretend to be a whirling dervish in the background that you're, you know, you're having to battle through, okay? <laughs>
1: Hey guys, I'm just uh, I'm just out here. Uh, I got Dorothy four with me. I just. I'm an F uh, five. <laughs> Thank you, tornado, for identifying yourself. No. Uh, that's a cow. Same cow. Uh, I'm here to tell you about Patreon.com. Your slash Rena child is an idiot. That's where Hail. you can go to support the podcast. Oh. Sorry, there's That's a tornado. Yeah. Oh, That's oh hail. thank you. Okay. That's uh, hail. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm just telling you about that. I thought the best place to be, it was in a tornadic storm. Where, where my bones <laughs> might be crushed by, uh, you know, a fell log or like a semi-tractor trailer coming through. Was that? What was that?
0: That was like a sharp, uh, a piece of wood being... Jettison like like penetrating the barn door that you're seeking okay. shelter in. All
1: right, you know I gotta say I don't want to detract from patreoncom slash India, but I have to hand it to you, uh, Mr. Tornado, how appreciative I am of being with a tornado that is uh, not only trying to kill me and uproot the lives of of millions in midwestern it's America, a machine gun. but also. Identifying the things it's trying to kill me with. I really I really kind of appreciate that. You're Get telling me about job. the hail, you're telling me about the wind, High you're winds. telling about the scythe blades you've 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 taken from a barn and See thrown into in barn another barns barns thing. Uh, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Anyway, you're in the an idiot.com, or you can go to patreon.com slash you're in the child's an idiot. Go wherever Ooh, you want. Sh- it ends up at the same site. It's the same IP address. The DNS is pointing to the same thing.
0: Now I'm yes, causing Mr. water spouts. We're like tornadoes, but slightly different. And
1: they're because they're in water and smaller. You say, I'm sorry, Mr. Tornado. I mean, it's, it's still revolutionary that you're a talking tornado, but did you say "slightly different? I might have. <gasps> was a I mean, it's still amazing that you said you're speaking at all. But I just wanted to point I just out... Learned, I just learned how to talk, so I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, the ins and outs of language is difficult. Especially when you don't have a mouth or vocal cords. Yeah, I don't even know how I'm doing this. <laughs> anyway, you're running an idiot.com. Come join us there. Wait, do you have a machine gun now? Get sick shelter! Why are you telling me to run from you? If you're concerned about my health and safety, maybe you should just get out of here.
0: We are back. We watched Twister... starring um, a tornado, several tornadoes. Yeah, show some fucking respect. Uh, Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Philip Seymour Hoffman, the Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The uh, Sparrow
1: Square Girl from Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Damon, please recap this movie. Oh, don't forget the the guy who looks like Elliot from E.T. but isn't. He's in it, too. Are you talking about um daniel faraday from lost is that the like he's like the sort of weasley a young guy who runs the camera you're thinking of the number one fan from that thing you do that guy am i thinking of him is that our fan Jer- no, jeremy davies maybe is that someone you recognize
0: davies
1: jeremy davies he was in saving private ryan he was oh yeah in so Rescue Dawn. he was in secretary that's some the guy of from, your favorites yeah. That's the guy from uh, Lost. He was in Lost. Daniel. Well, now Lost isn't isn't coming up in this uh, list
0: here. Um, you might want to check it in. Check it again, my friend. <laughs> keep on
1: looking. Keep on, keep on looking. Uh, I'd be happy to recap this movie because it's Please. very simple. Bill Paxton used to be a storm chaser. Now he ain't. He used to be married to Helen Hunt. Now he almost isn't. He's gonna get married to to Melissa. He almost will be soon. But then he gets roped up into Helen Hunt's scheming manipulative female wiles um, and gets roped into storm chasing one last time. One last heist, Helen Hunt. That's what he says to her. Um, and they do a sort of Ocean's Eleven thing, but it's mostly just driving rather than actually an interesting heist scheme. Ocean's Eleven? The- <laughs> what? Sorry, I want to won't interrupt you. you are, you're remotely. already. And, uh, you know, they encounter Tornado Number 1, Tornado number two, three through four. They encounter number, uh, tornado number five. They encounter, of course, the worst tornado, tornado number six, uh, the climate tornado, tornado F5. Along the way, we meet a bunch of interesting characters, such as Philip Seymour Hoffman, Can't Spare a Square, Cam from, uh, Ferris Bueller. We encounter, uh, Wesley from Princess Bride. He's the villain, Boo Hiss. Um, and, uh, and uh you know he's in it for the money you know all those like famous storm chasers you know who are all millionaires Mm -hmm. and billionaires jeff bezos Mm -hmm. for example bill gates warren buffett all started in storm chasing that's what he's in it for not the science um anyway uh you know eventually uh he's a night crawler he's not in it for the science (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty good bill paxton impression just because he's so bad (laughs) anyway uh Helen Hunt and uh, Bill Paxton have invented a thing called Dorothy, which is basically a capsule that will hold tiny sensors that so they can release into a tornado that will figure out all the uh, barometric pressures and wind gusts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know. You're up quarks. You're down quarks. Partly sunnies inside the tornado. Um, and, uh, but Wesley from Princess Bride, he's also got a competing one. All you got to do is get in the path of the tornado. That's the hardest part though, really. Um, Eventually, Wesley gets killed. They get Dorothy uh, to shoot her little spores into the tornado. And, uh, you know, they figure out tornadoes. And that's why we don't have tornadoes this very day. We've never and seen mom them and before. mom and dad
0: don't get divorced.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and honey, we no longer have shrunk the kids. <laughs> and that's uh, that a Twister. That was terrible. Yeah, that was a who terrible cares? One of your worst. Um... <laughs> I gotta hand it to you. It was pretty bad. <laughs>
0: uh, is this movie? So, did people? So, I grew up in the Midwest. We we touched on the tornado that uh that like wrecked the town I grew up in, and we uh-huh. you know we've had a couple here in Nashville. Like, did people know about like the the Fujita scale before this movie? Like at large, because I feel like we I, I feel like I vaguely knew about it. You know, even as a kid, just that there were different categories. Because you know, tornadoes are really interesting. That's part of what makes this a compelling movie is that they're. While very scary, and you know, I'm not, I'm not like rooting for tornadoes to hurt people. They are really fascinating things that
1: happen. You know, they are one of the few things that makes me go, oh, yeah. Even as an atheist, it makes me go, oh no, God is angry with us. Right, we've we've done wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, I mean, it's hard for me to say because this this came out when I would have been like 14 years old. So it's definitely where I learned about the the Fujita scale. But uh, I don't know if the world at large would have been aware of the Fujita scale. I did read some online um, goofs, as it were, um, where it wouldn't have been commonly used in the '60s during the uh, prologue part. Okay. Nor would tornado warnings; they just had tornado alerts. They didn't have warnings and watches in okay. the in the '60s, but. I, yeah, it's hard for me to answer that. I don't know how how widespread it was. Uh, although there is a little part of me that thinks it was a little disingenuous in the part where they are sort of uh, shoehorning the F five F one through five scale in in conversation, um, where uh, someone says, "And what about an F five? Are there F five tornadoes?" Um, and a hush falls over they the, the go crowd, silent. and I'm like, "Well, I admit that F five tornadoes naturally, because they are the largest tornadoes, are rare. They're not like." They're not like unicorns. Like, I feel like if you've been chasing tornadoes for what I assume is 20 years in the case of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton's characters, you probably would have seen a few F5s in your time. But the way they act is like, oh, God. Sounds when like I was on the high seas, I saw an F5 once <sighs> and I tried to spear it with my harpoon. They, they act like it's, it's like a myth, like it's the fucking Kraken or something. Well, I think they are relatively rare, but I think, you know... I mean, they're comparatively every, every rare, years. but they're not... Yeah, yeah they're every few yeah. years. They're not, yeah. you know, once in a generation, destiny well, that's, falls that's upon also man like, yeah. and an F5 tornado appears. Right.
0: And now they have the enhanced Fujita scale. So if you see them, say, EF3 or EF5 or whatever.
1: What does the enhancement mean?
0: It's basically they just, like, is it like I, don't I know HD? the details of it, and I'm sure if I even read the wikipedia article i wouldn't know half the words they're talking about because it's very (laughs) meteorological in the uh description but basically they they modified the scale to be more accurate or whatever they recategorized so like uh when you hear them say like ef3 ef4 ef5 or whatever that's that's the like since 2000 it was after this movie so this movie wasn't inaccurate they just like updated the science since then
1: so if i were to look up a, a tornado a famous tornado um like the carry grant of tornadoes from from the sixties, yeah. would it have like a, a standard Fujita scale number and then an enhanced Fujita scale number for the uh, the difference? Is it like Celsius to Fahrenheit? Is it like when they added that one zodiac sign to the to the number and everyone had to readjust what their zodiac it's was like for it's- a minute?
0: It's like, you know how Ted Danson was, like, handsome, but he was, like, 90s handsome or 80s <laughs> handsome? It's yeah, like, he had that big of that. helmet of hair. <laughs> yeah. You have to translate like,
1: for that? We're like,
0: you can't just, like, bring that into present day and then expect me to think the same way about it. You know? Unless he goes completely white, well, white-haired, and then you're you like, know,
1: I'm back in.
0: Now he's a, he's a silver fox. He's an arctic fox, as I call it.
1: <laughs> just now. <laughs> he blends the in with side. his surroundings.
0: Yeah. And I'd like you to know that, most importantly, I need you to know that a tornado killed my father. <laughs> it's very important that you understand this motivation because
1: <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> it. So the opening scene of this movie is probably one of the few scenes that I really remember well, which is, I mean, we're opening on Helen Hunt's character as a young girl in, in 69. Was it Just nice Um, like yes. <laughs> and, uh, she's awoken, um, by her mother, you know, they're running to the, the storm shelter in there. They're, they're in Oklahoma or wherever this, in the Midwest somewhere um and she she goes into a storm shelter which is off you know off from their house like one of those old fashioned ones I don't know what a modern storm shelter looks like uh and uh her father is killed trying to hold the door closed um because the door is pulled off by the tornado an F5 Fujita 5 um and he's pulled into the storm the cyclone and uh that's her sort of motivation for learning about storms uh motivation aside, I just want, and I'm not here to victim blame DJ, you know, I am staunchly against victim blaming, but it's, I think the record is clear on that. Let the record show. (laughs) Uh, But her, so her father goes to hold the door shut because he feels like the lock is giving. So he holds it with his hands, manually holding it. Uh, And her mother and her are just sitting in the back end of the shelter where the dad was, where he left to go hold the door. And then he's sucked into the cyclone, and they stay seated there and presumably survive. So if he had just sat his ass down and not been like, I can fix it, uh, everyone would have been fine, and she would have gone on to become uh, a model slash actress, like she always wanted to be instead of a meteorologist. I think that's something that
0: you're forgetting that's that's very important to the story, is that uh, Joe's father was famously stupid.
1: (laughs) So... (laughs) This was Darwinism at work. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... Honey, no, a, it's fine. Stay seated. He's a dumb man. He deserved yeah. to die.
0: He's got to do this <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I mean, I I felt that as well. Like, I saw that and I was like, why don't
1: you just go down there where they are? Where and they seem the, to be seated, not, yeah. not comfortably, but they do, certainly aren't being, you know, sucked into uh, the centrifugal force of a giant storm. Well, an argument could be made that the amount of time that he held the door
0: closed helped them not get sucked out. And maybe if it had just blown over, maybe it, they would have all been sucked out.
1: I, we don't really know. But the boards That's were a, being... The, it wasn't even just the lock, but the boards were being ripped off of the door. So even though the door was being held closed, technically, the boards were being ripped... You know what, Twister... I'm gonna give it to
0: you. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm like, I'm not even agreeing with the movie necessarily because I also thought that while I was watching it, and I was like, we could have just done this differently. We didn't have to do this. <laughs> right. This you wrote um, this movie. You you you
1: created this, isn't, this problem. This isn't a factual uh, yeah. event.
0: So, like, uh, I do think that's an unforced error, as we say. Uh, but but at the you same forced time, You my hand
1: twister, you forced yeah, my hand.
0: At the same time, I was like, kind of making up reasoning as I'm watching. I'm like, I guess maybe. <laughs> or maybe he's just he was panicking because you're showing you
1: know, the work of the movie you're like yeah. Let me, can I just see your math homework I just need to fill in some of these numbers here
0: well and you know later when when the our, our whole team survives uh the tornado at the drive-in uh our buddy Bill Paxton keeps saying stay calm and maybe that was that was what you know he knew that his the father of Joe didn't know which is that it's important that you don't panic which is what don't he was run
1: doing. to doors
0: yeah don't, don't
1: hold them closed don't bother with the door doors are our enemy (laughs) i guess while we're on the topic i guess this this was a weird motivation i it reminded me a little bit of uh gravity with sandra bullock and 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 where it the gravity was one of these movies where it felt the need to like give um sandra bullock a motivation to want to get back to earth yeah. And like it created this story about her dead daughter and maybe maybe she didn't really want to live anymore now that her daughter was dead but then the story is like she decides she wants to go back to earth and I was like movie I know you're 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 tying yourself up in knots to try and give me a reason why an earthling would want to go back to being on earth and why you this, really don't have to do it why this
0: person would want to live <laughs> like that's like the most basic life instinct not everyone Feels it, but at the same time, I feel like generally speaking, <laughs> survival instinct is pretty strong for living creatures. You don't have to do
1: all this, um, and I felt that a little bit in this, especially because uh, the, the this doesn't really play into the plot all that much. is sort of hinted at through the first uh, half of the movie, um, and then we're given a character in Aunt Meg who. Becomes really the face of a tornado victim in a lot stronger way than Joe's father is. Right. Um, so it seems like the movie's like, did the father shit work? Shit, just throw Aunt Meg into a storm too. While we're at it, and have her like devastated by a by an F five storm, and maybe that'll be a good motivation anyway. But like Aunt Meg is a lot stronger of a motivation because we have like actually spent, spent time, time with, with her, her yeah. in a normal situation because the the storm chasers like go and have lunch with her. During a lull period in this storm, during the storm's scheduled hour-long, you know, lunch break that the state gives it, um, every they good go to, storm <laughs> is union. I think. we Oh that. yeah, you get fifteen, uh, then two hours later, you get a lunch, then you get another fifteen, then you're off. I can't make you work after that, but if you want to stay on and help, we'd really appreciate it, tornado. <laughs> um, Grab a broom. So it's really weird that the movie like creates this story at the beginning and then like almost isn't confident enough in itself and then creates this character of aunt Meg that also is like put in harm's way and then survives.
0: That's always the problem with putting like a flashback at the very beginning of the story. Like I understand the motivation to do it. It's more of like more effective as a reader of a script than a watcher of a movie. I always feel like, cause I've like <laughs> every time that happens almost every time without fail and maybe subconsciously I remember it, but I feel like in, in the course of the telling, I'm like, I don't remember that happening at all until like I really, you know, in this case, I'm trying to pay attention because I know I'm going to talk about it for an hour with you. But like, generally speaking, when I watch movies, I'm like, oh, right, that happened. Like, I don't, unless they reference it constantly, I'm like, because when you first go to the movie, that's the problem with the, like the in media res, like beginning is you're like, I don't know any of these people. Like, right. I have no concept of like, uh, like who these people are or why I should care about them. Obviously you see like, like that could be random characters just like showing a person dying in a tornado and it could have been modern day and it would have had basically the same effect to me because it's like, because it's like, Oh, you're seeing the power of a tornado. Got it. Cool. These are dangerous fucking things. Just in case you didn't know being a human (laughs) being living on earth, but like, uh, but at the same time they, they kind of use it, they use it a little bit and you're kind of like, Oh, right. Okay.
1: Well, it almost, I, I mean, know. it's funny that you said it could almost be random characters because unless you're listening, like it almost, the movie almost expects you to sort of do the the link up. There's never, I mean, a character says Joe in the prologue and yeah. that's about it. There's never an explicit, like, this is happening to Joe in a very like real way because you don't know who Joe is when that woman screams, right. Um, in well, the, we in don't the get, beginning. Like,
0: we don't get the like classic fade from the child's face to the... To like, Helen Hunt's moments. face. Yeah. I was going to say, like
1: yeah. the, the next scene is like you cut to Bill Paxton and his fiancé. Yeah. Plus, usually in the type of movie that would have this type of prologue, an origin story, if you will, it would be used in the opposite way. Like, this is the reason that Helen Hunt's character is terrified of tornadoes. But instead, Helen Hunt's character pursues tornadoes so yeah, it she, like, almost like it's completely studying. like a non entity like you almost have to like re- remember when bill paxton in his deft uh ha- handling of the situations says, i'm sorry your dad died but you got to let him go i'm sorry your uh, dad died but you got to move on <laughs> <laughs> but i mean th- you're almost you're almost like oh write that prologue okay right, right. i see what you're doing sorta of. twister um But I don't know, that prologue just seems really clumsy. It definitely seems like the movie was written with it in mind, but it definitely is, it's almost like unnecessary. Yeah, it feels a little tacked on. I don't know if it really was
0: or not, but it feels like it. Like they didn't, like they were like, didn't feel like they had strong enough motivation for (laughs) the Storm Chaser. I think we should on the prologue enough. Do you want to move on (laughs) to the movie? Uh, You know what I like? A good jargon scene. And we got, oh my God, this whole movie is a jargon scene, but go on. (laughs) No, I mean I don't even even remember like specifically what the jargon is because I don't know the jargon. It's
1: almost the reason that jargon (laughs) (laughs) exists.
0: Yeah, it's it's a good way. It's a good quick way shorthand to be like these characters are passionate about something and they know what they're talking about at least among themselves. And then it establishes that like this whole team is like nerds for weather for like tornadoes and weather, which I I like. You get to uh, I think they did a good job generally speaking of being like this ragtag bunch, you kind of (laughs) like, it's a classic. These are the guardians
1: of the galaxy of storm chasing. Yeah.
0: And we get, you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman, this famously beloved actor is great. I don't know if you knew this.
1: Thank you. I mean, it is kind of. I mean, I think this is probably the first time I was aware of Philip Seymour Hoffman, and I honestly think, based on the number of people I I know, probably around the uh, '90s and 2000s, are like, "Hey, that guy from Twister." Um, right. It feels like a lot of people remember Philip Seymour Hoffman. Maybe this was the first time they were introduced to him. But like thinking of him in his like overall oeuvre of like him in this, him in Mission Impossible, him in Doubt him in Capote. Like he is was kind of amazing. Yeah. Like he really does embody this sort of like hippy dippy like kind of overly uh close talking uh, individual. Creepy, um, gross. Also, we yeah. have to you have to Admit he smells like he patchouli and weed. Um, yeah. He wants to talk to you at great length about storms um, and backfilling. Probably um, he tries to hold Melissa's hand a lot. He's gross. He's, yeah, he's a little. He tries to kiss uh, the driver for Kerry Elways at one point. Uh, in a mocking way, you know, you know, sort of like a power dynamic where he's like exhibiting power over that person. So it's not, no. it's not a bad thing. He's just like forcing a kiss on that guy to make so to he's humiliate a him Is in that, a way. Do I understand that correctly? <laughs> no, mm. um, a power bottom. Consent. Okay. I I will be on the other side of the jargon thing. This movie reminded me a little bit of Dante's Peak where it felt like it was really trying to convince me that it knew shit about tornadoes. So we're going to be throwing terms at you left, right, and center. Um, We kind of talked about this and made fun of it in the intro, but I wrote down Different types of tornadoes. We got sidewinders, water spouts, sisters. Uh, we have the flanking line. We got the core. We got backbuilding. We got a jumper. Um, there's a lot of like different words that are thrown out. Ta-da! Picked up in context clues. So I'm not here to toot my own horn. Um, but wow, was... are you a meteorologist? <laughs> no, I'm just a man, DJ. Damon, I'm just we a need you man. on our team. <laughs> Come with us, Damon. Are you back on the team? No, I just got to get my divorce papers from Philip Seymour Hoffman, or as I call him, Philip P. More Hoffman. <laughs> uh... P. More. P. More. P. Me. P. More. <laughs> Do more Friday shows. Um, Can we talk about how terrible (laughs) Bill Paxton is yet? Okay, so let's go ahead and get into it. First of all, God rest his soul. Peace and blessings be upon him. Uh, you know, uh, my heart goes out, thoughts and prayers to his family and friends. Of course, may his soul reign forever. <laughs> um, let, let him sit at the right hand of our Lord and Father, uh, and we'll all sing hosannas to him in in uh, the great beyond. But Bill Paxton's terrible in this, and me, maybe many other things.
0: Let me give him a bunch of like caveats first before we. You do came you know, to because-
1: praise Bill Paxton, not to bury him. Is that what you're trying to tell yes. me?
0: Yes. Listen, we're here to. Lift him up, his spirit. (laughs) I know he's, he's, I don't know if he's beloved as an actor, but like some of his films are beloved, including this one. He plays, so his character is this like destined to be, destined for greatness, like (laughs) He's the Luke Skywalker of tornadoes. Yeah, yeah. He's like supposed to be like spiritually attuned to weather. He's just got (laughs) instincts. He picks up a fistful of dirt and knows which way the tornado is going because- (laughs) Why
1: he's got no instincts? That's what they he says about Carrie Always, yeah. which is rude. I mean, you shouldn't say he's that. Got no say, he's got no instincts. They didn't.
0: They didn't do this, but it, if he was like the Native American token character, it would have worked because they're like <laughs> he's like got that that like okay. Look, I'm not saying that this person isn't tied to nature in a way that many of us aren't, but. He doesn't have special powers, right? Like uh and it does b- get borderline that way a couple times. And I don't think that is Bill Paxton's fault. Like that is You know, is
1: I mean, random. I think I mean, they ha- they have filmed two prologues. They famously filmed two prologues <laughs> to this movie. And one was where Go Hagrid on. came into Bill Paxton's house and said, "You're a meteorologist, Bill." And um, the tornado, and- <laughs> the tornado, <laughs> the tornado himself played- it was actually love. <laughs> Uh, it was, uh, and it came in and told him that the tornado was love. <laughs> That's a But Harry also Potter transphobia. Um, mm-hmm. oh, we can't enjoy things anymore. Mm. Uh, he is absolutely terrible in this.
0: He's pretty bad. And he, I will say it's not made better by the fact that I do kind of think he's surrounded by people who are generally doing a, a much better job than him including uh oh absolutely helen hunt. Helen he's hunt, got a, two happened. oscar
1: winners on yeah. this team helen hunt and, and philip seymour hoffman he is out yeah. quite uh oh he is terrible everything he says in this this tone um it's already here. That was a a note. It's already I wrote. here. I wrote I'm gonna and I put it. Even that. I even drew a little eye roll emoji there.
0: And it's also not helpful that uh, the one that plays Melissa is not like. She's not uh Jamie Gert on the same Jamie Gertz. She's not name? on the same level as Helen Hunt or Philip Seymour Hoffman. But her character, but that we're supposed to sort of like I don't think we're supposed to hate her, but she's supposed to be like just kind of in the way of this love story of Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. Right. This but reunion kept, of Helen Hunt and yeah, Bill Paxton. But I kept being like, nah, she seems cool. She's a <laughs> sex therapist and she's like helping her patients in her off hours and she is along for the ride literally and figurative like yeah. she can tell that her her uh, fiance is into this and she's like oh this sounds interesting i'll go along totally. and she can tell that like helen hunt still has the hots for him which she does and she's just like listen this isn't cool but i'm here because because bill his name is bill right
1: His name is Bill because much like Tony Danza, (laughs) Bill Paxton only responds to his own name. (laughs) Hey, Carl, Carl,
0: Carl, Carl. Okay, we're going to have to change the script. Can
1: you just do a, 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 you want to do control F and then Bill (laughs) and then just change, or find Carl and then just change it to Bill. I'll come over there and, oh, you're, you're on a PC. Okay, let me come over there. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I mean, she, I mean, I can't tell if this is just, I mean, I, actually, I, I don't know why I said I can't tell. This is obviously like residual 90s sexism of just like, oh, yeah. oh she's she's got a career. She has a phone. She wears nice clothing. She seems understanding and, and grounded. Fuck this bitch. What is she trying to do to get in between uh, Bill Paxton, the sexual charisma of Bill Paxton, God rest his soul, and uh, Helen Hunt? How dare she get out of here, Jamie Gertz? She uh, she follows the many um, uh, the '90s tropes of someone who we're not supposed to root for. In that she has a phone that she checks often. Unlike people of today, Um, she's working. She has a career. She's ambitious. and uh, she is uh, very clean. You can tell yeah. she's very fastidious versus all these um, hippie-dippies around her. So she's a bitch and doesn't deserve Bill Paxton. She's a stick in the mud. Oh, boo! <laughs> Women are terrible. That was the vibe coming off this movie. Can you it was believe very she much like a Robin Williams and Hook vibe.
0: I, knew, I could tell the movie wanted me to root against her, but I, I was clearly like... Uh, She
1: seems pretty great, actually. Not to mention, like, when she actually gets involved where, I mean, there's a scene where Helen Hunt's truck gets sucked up by a cyclone and dropped right in front of uh, Melissa's uh, car. Yeah. And then later, when uh, Melissa is in the car with Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt, and they get Trapped by the sisters. Um <laughs> she's she legitimately shows like signs of trauma. Like she yeah. is she's freaked the yeah. fucked out, like not even in a comedic, like play it up way. Like she actually I'm like, someone should do something. Yeah. Um and I just felt terrible for her i'm sure the movie thinks she's a punchline but i legitimately felt terrible for this woman who who did not ask for this and she even says it at that the sisters scene um she's like whenever you said I, you were a storm chaser i thought it was a metaphor um like she did not <laughs> understand <laughs> and it's Ah, I feel so bad for her. I mean, Jamie Gertz plays it really well, but she doesn't play it as comedically that I think the movie wants her to play it. It makes right. me just very concerned for her mental well-being. Um, that she is—I uh, wrote traumatized in all capital letters. In my I letters. think it doesn't
0: help that like I never really enjoy the like Shatapon
1: character. Like, like I never really think that's funny.
0: You didn't like, laugh the whole... when
1: the assistant in Jurassic World got eaten by that dinosaur for yeah, the crime of yeah. watching her boss's kids.
0: Right. And like the, like the, uh, all of the Meet the Parents thing, that whole, <laughs> right. the whole shtick doesn't do it for me. Like, it's not necessarily the performances
1: involved so much as the general conceit that I have a problem right. with. Right. Just but, at least like show them like stepping on a bug for no reason or just give me like some like parent trap yeah, or like right. a sound of music reason to like root against them. Like, I want to root against the movie. You just got to give me anything. I have a question. I love hating people. Yeah, I don't need much. <laughs> Just give me anything.
0: Who are Jonas's corporate sponsors, you think? Who are the <laughs> big, uh, deep-pocketed sponsors of Storm Chasers? I guess like...
1: I was wondering the this because... Channel? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering who his corporate sponsors were, but there was also part of me that was wondering who are their sponsors? Who are our, our ragtag bunch of... She does mention uh, sponsors? a grant at some point, but I but I think that was,
0: she needs another grant or something for, for the Dorothy.
1: And the also a matter. lot of them were wearing, uh, I can't remember the university now, but it was like some Oklahoma university, university, Oklahoma yeah. university. So I wondered yeah. if they were associated with that school, but it's never really made that explicit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um,
0: Ghostbusters logic. We're like, I don't know, some fucking school getting <laughs> some money at some point. And then Ray sold his house.
1: <laughs> and he got two house. mortgages or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Carrie Elway's was another character. I mean, he was definitely much more of an arch villain than than uh, Melissa Jamie Gertz's yes. character. I think it's, it's it is Jamie Gertz, right? I, yeah. Yes. Um, by the way, well, she's like, a, a f- co-owner of the Atlanta Hawks now. Okay. Okay. So Mazel tov to her. Um, I want to say I did write in my notes that this was probably the last period of his career that where Jay, where uh, Carrie Elway's could get it that that was in my notes. Oh, he's still getting it. Very handsome. His British accent have- comes in a little bit. Uh the southern accent fades in and the British accent comes in a little bit. It's back and forth like someone playing with a knob on a very specific <laughs> like soundboard. Uh, but uh, but uh I yeah
0: how do you yeah. find him with traffic when he relies on data?
1: Oh, I knew he was an asshole. He doesn't use his instincts, man. I'm he sorry. Sorry, numbers. can I do that again with less energy?
0: He relies he doesn't care about the science. He just looks at numbers. No, uh, <laughs> he's wait, what? What an asshole.
1: Isn't that the science? The numbers? <laughs> I don't. I don't like. I. He doesn't have this sort of mysticism about tornadoes that he
0: follows. This doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't really take away from the movie. But it just. It does kind of get confusing the more you think about it. Because you're like, okay, this guy's a dick. Can we just say he's a dick and not? And like, does it have to be all these other things? He has corporate sponsors. Like, you wouldn't take money from literally anyone. Like that, especially a corporation
1: that's invested in funding science about finding out the roots of tornadoes so we can give people a better like Yeah. Is as uh, long as it's not
0: like a tornado sponsoring you. I don't think there's a (laughs) conflict of interest here.
1: Oh man, he's sponsored by Big Tornado. There's literally Zeus like, is actually sponsoring him. He just wants more chances <laughs> to throw his thunderbolts around. There's a funnel cloud, cloud behind <laughs> me and like, I'll give you $100 if you say I'm not coming. But it's got like a suit and tie on. Like there's a tie <laughs> around the cyclone. Uh, but then it's like also giving money to Mitch McConnell's super pack. And you're like, oh, Ugh. big tornado. <laughs> uh, Carrie always also was like, he's the type of villain where he... I mean, I would be fine if he, like, landed in mud, you know? In the end of this movie, he is killed by a tornado and i he don't know murdered. if that is deserved like i would rather him just slip on a banana peel and be humiliated like revenge of the nerds style i don't know right. if it really he needed to be murdered and his driver who is actually quite sympathetic to our yeah. ragtag group of ne'er-do-wells which is now what i'll be calling them um who has um a piece of um like a uh, construction beams like thrown through his body by the tornado like that doesn't seem justified like that's not that sort of like the deus ex machina that i can sign on to well and and it
0: was like before like earlier in the movie it was kind of said he has no instincts he can only like kind of look at the numbers and do it and so he would always let bill make the first move and then just kind of follow in like a vulture like go after which is like okay that's the storyline but then at the end bill who's still shown throughout the movie that he does have these instincts is literally getting on the radio and saying don't go this way the tornado is going to turn and you'll die you'll be right. right in this path and then all of a sudden he's like nah man i'm gonna run this data and it was like wait hold on like <laughs> i i did find myself getting kind of confused because i was like i know this happens and i know it kind of like has it felt like this has to happen for the movie and i'm kind of like the whole rest of the movie you've been following this guy's lead and now all of a sudden you're being headstrong? Like, I don't <laughs> understand. Like, you didn't set this up properly. I think you could have.
1: The other Again, thing that annoyed me about that scene was that uh, Helen Hunt, after he dies and his car blows up, um, yeah. sure. <laughs> Helen Hunt goes, there was nothing we could do. <laughs> like, immediately uh, just And it was almost it. like... It's also. I almost expected her to look right into the camera and say, "You hear that, audience? There was nothing we could do. We're still blameless in all of this. Our hands are clean. We can still be your main characters. Believe also, us." Also, by the uh, when I was rewatching today, I noticed when his car is pulled up by the cyclone and then dropped. When his car is dropping, there is a whistling sound, like like in a cartoon when a missile is dropping, like. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no. you know, I was like, okay, movie. Like, you've already killed him. You don't have to like be mean. You can either humiliate him or kill him. You can't do both. It's just cruel.
0: I want to talk about the uh, the tornadoes, like they.
1: Oh, uh, the I didn't effects. even notice. I didn't even notice there were tornadoes in this. The characters yeah. just sort of drive the story along a lot. Well, it's of a ways. circular. It's like a, a winding circular <laughs> storm. Imagine it's. a snake, but it's made of air, and it's connected from the earth to the sky.
0: Uh, I've, I've already shit on a lot of aspects of this movie. The tornadoes were pretty awesome in general. I thought it was really well done. The, the CGI really for the tornadoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the effects, the practical effects, the CGI, like all of it was pretty effective. You, you know, you can see some some dated yeah. things or whatever, but it, it didn't bother me at all. Still, like you know the and the cow, like the thing from the trailer where like the <laughs> the cow goes by and then they're like, oh, there's another cow. And she, oh, first of all, a cow goes by and Helen Hunt literally says, cow. <laughs> Which is
1: what you do, you're supposed to do when you're on the yes. highway and you see a
0: cow. So, I mean, yeah. I have to hand it to her on that. It's good. And then she says, another cow. And she's like, I think that was the same cow. It was a good, it's a good bit. I think
1: that was the same
0: cow. <laughs> the cow came? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. The cow. Um it's a, it's a good bit. And uh, there's a lot of like, what is that? And then it's a semi in the tornado. It does a good job of sort of like setting up the... Impact of the tornado, like of how dangerous these things can be, and there's also like a couple things where it's like, like I'm not sure that's exactly how it would behave <laughs> in that situation. But they also kind of give themselves an out because they're like, tornadoes are fucking strange, man. And then you're like, okay, so even the though Lord there's Lord a works semi, in mysterious way, yeah, <laughs> Even though there's a semi being pick, picked up by the storm three feet from you, your truck is still there, not being picked up by the storm. I'm not <laughs> right. sure. I'm not sure how that works, but I also kind of don't care and maybe uh maybe that's just how it would work maybe it's just the momentum of the wind and whatever like i don't know so i'm like okay sure like i, I bought i bought all of it because it was really effective and like it's scary like the the first scene where uh joe's dad dies is, is uh scary especially if you've lived through a strong storm or a turn or t- anything like a tornado um when they're like sheltering in the movie theater like in the like they're in like a shed when it tears through a drive-in. Yeah, that's actually that's, a very effective scene. Yeah, it's really scary. It's scary when they're like, uh, Joe and Bill are hiding underneath a bridge uh, when they've been chasing this tornado and they can't get out of this ditch and they, they hide there. And then, of course, at the end, like the F5, they live through the F5 and they have to like <laughs> tie
1: themselves to like a... Irrigation p- pipe or something? Yeah, it's a water yeah. pipe that... Uh, These things go 60 feet
0: deep! But
1: things um, he knows just upon seeing them. Yeah. They go 30 feet down! Now, I know it sounded like I gave a lot of energy, but to be clear, Bill Paxton is in the middle of a storm. That's the only reason he's talking loud. Like, <laughs> um, anyway. God I, rest this, his soul. <laughs> they were really effective. They were really good. No, actually, I, w- I, I, I will say, I mean, for the most part, even though this is. Pretty early CGI. These storms really hold up for the most part. There's a few things I I think I noticed in one of the early scenes where they're in the car and you're looking out at the window and, and you're looking at the storm and, and the tracking doesn't necessarily, the car bounces and the landscape bounces, but the storm stays in place. Right. Um, there's a few things like that. And I think some of the later storms are a little too dark for, for the environment. But overall, the CGI is pretty good. I think because they they found something they could actually do in 1996 CGI, which is like, we can do, you know, storm clouds uh, with CGI pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh I, I think that holds up there's a there's a few moments I think anytime anything explodes near the storm like okay you yeah. you flew too close to the sun well, it kind of has back that like,
0: off. green screeny effect yeah. where it's like different layers Yeah, it becomes a lot more obvious
1: yeah um also this movie really holds to the idea that if you do anything to a car it will blow up yeah <laughs> Uh, unless you drop it in front of Melissa driving, then it will just like crunch. But a Carrie Elway's car will blow up into a giant fiery ball of uh, destruction if if it hits the wrong angle. No, I, I I agree with you that the CGI is really good, and there's a few really good scenes of like actual terror. That shining scene uh, that you referenced, the movie theater, the di- drive-in the- scene is 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 uh, pretty good, in that you just like watch. Uh, the the cyclone like take up the uh, movie the pieces, screen yeah. as it's going. Um, it was really good. It was really really good. <laughs> Just really really
0: <laughs> really good. Uh, we also I, I have to I would be kicked out of the music industry if I didn't bring up the music in this. We got Motherless Child, a classic Clapton hit. <laughs> um, Wait, when, when was that? that's the uh it's really at the beginning it's what um one of the first things that psh, philip Seymour hoffman is listening uh, to i see
1: honey we're still
0: having um bam, Definitely boom, got boom, it now. Bam, bam, now that you've, bam, 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 now that bam, bam, you've done that bam, bam, bam. and then we got to give it up for the van halen brothers for their uh, <laughs> respect the wind their
1: oh now that's a clever clever their time.
0: guitaring ode to farts that happened mm. over the credits <laughs>
1: Um, there is actually a really kind of fun music scene when the the our cast of Ne'er Do Wells are heading out. Yes, where uh, uh, one of the one of the char- I can't remember the pieces that they're playing, but one character's playing like a classical piece, another person's like playing a rock piece. Yeah. someone else is playing is some Oklahoma, of the genre? singing Oklahoma. Yes, singing Oklahoma, and it's actually like really. Kind of like fun mixing. Uh, yeah. I was surprised they didn't do it again, but it was a really fun uh, moment was, of like we're going out and we're kind of yeah. like we're all different types of people and we're doing shit and chasing storms and shit.
0: It was like that uh, that moment in the musical where all the characters are singing their song that they sang earlier like over each other. Oh yeah, really the medley like, and Lay Miserables yeah.
1: at the act break when everyone's yeah. singing the the uh, their own songs over each other. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Or in South Park, the musical, too, it happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to live up there. <laughs> I live. No, I, I, I really did appreciate that. I was sad it like didn't come back. When I was watching the second time, I'm like, I wish they had revisited this again. Uh, maybe like right before the uh, final, uh, the final uh, chase to the tornado. Mm. By the way, now that I've just said that, how long are these storms lasting? Like I know it's a chain of storms uh, yeah. that they're chasing but that F5 tornado that destroys the shining drive-in like they're still chasing it in the morning afterwards like like tornadoes don't last really that long in the grand scheme of things like half an hour maybe
0: Yeah I mean I is it the same storm or The vibe
1: it- I got was like it was an F5 that that came in that that F5 uh See that I destroyed thought was, the drive in was was the one that they were chasing okay. in the later morning you, but maybe I'm wrong. You might be right but I,
0: I as I understood it that wasn't the F5. That was like a, the same okay. like line of storms but the F5 was what was headed. I could be wrong about that cuz I don't I don't remember. But that's sort of like it might be a headcanon where I just like made it make sense in my head but like <laughs> uh, cuz yeah it took them an hour to get to uh what was it called? What, Wakita Whatever. Oh
1: you know what that you're right I think you are right in that no but it's still like after that after Wakita where Aunt Meg lives is destroyed yeah. there's a radio broadcast and it's like the storm that destroyed Wakita is headed northwest on the and it is still implied that that is the same storm they're 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 mm. chasing after afterwards in the morning Yeah I don't know. Yeah,
0: I want to say one up more thing. Because I don't think they maybe. I don't think they stay on the ground that long, but they can like that same storm can like the funnel cloud can go back up and then that same storm can generate more.
1: The word you're looking out. for uh is uh backbuilding. Yeah, it's it said, said several backbuild. times in, in in one scene. These it's sisters, backbuilding. it's backbuilding, you're right, Joe, it's backbuilding. These sisters are gonna backbuild, I think. <laughs> Oh, they're going to back build, and there there's a core, and they're definitely jumpers. I'll tell you that. I also, there was one scene, there were a few scenes in this that I want to be critical of. And this isn't a CGI criticism. This is actually just like uh, the choices on set, which is there is direct sunlight in some of these scenes when they are supposedly like right the fuck up against the tornado, and you see. Uh, like when they when they when they initially put Dorothy out into the street during that that second to last Dorothy that they have, yeah. they put it out in the street and uh, Helen Hunt is filming it and they're just sort of like looking. They are like in direct sunlight and I have been in many. I have never been directly in the path of the tornado, thank God, but I have definitely been under a storm that has produced a tornado and there is never direct sunlight, certainly not right up next to the funnel cloud of these storms. Um and watching it the second, ways, man. <laughs> watching it the second time today, there's even a moment where Bill Paxton and Philip Seymour Hoffman have a moment where like, oh, the skies turn green, where they even recognize like, oh, this is what tornadic activity looks like. Um, and they are overcast and they're sort of like in... Uh, less-than-sunny situation. But in all the climactic tornadoes in this movie, everyone seems to be, like, very well-lit. And, (laughs) like, to the point, like, shadows are being cast by direct light coming on them. It's ludicrous. And I feel like it could have... I mean... I wouldn't necessarily pick I mean I know that you know some fudging has to be done like to create a good movie but like I feel like some atmospheric stuff could be done by like creating a very gray environment like a lot of dread can be created by like creating a a, a gray and overcast environment and it feels like it's an oddly sunny movie that this Twister movie is <laughs> is set in.
0: I I, I I don't disagree with you but I also didn't
1: specifically noticed that so I got nothing <laughs> fair enough I only have one really big thing left to say um, after Carrie always dies God rest his soul the movie gets a little wackier like all of a sudden Mm. And it almost feels like this was what the coked up movie executive was like, this is the movie I want to make. There's a bunch of tornadoes. People are driving through houses. They go into a barn. It's full of knives. They have to escape. And they tie themselves to belts to an irrigation pipe. That's the movie. Boom. There's your movie. Uh the minute he dies it's almost like the movie is like a cat on a mantelpiece and it's like okay we got the fiance out of the way we've got the secondary antagonist out of the way we've got the love story back in the game and now we can just drive a truck through a house that's rolling down the highway and then we can uh, have them literally running from tornadoes uh, and have them run into a barn full of uh, farm equipment then we can have like combines and tractors like landing in the road like it got uh, like super wacky like so fast that I was like did I end up in a different movie because when I searched Twister Ice Twister came up Fire Twister came up and I just wanted to make sure I was watching the right Twister movie (laughs) Um, did you notice that am I alone in that that it just seemed to get super (laughs) wacky super fast
0: it does especially like the, the whole like them running from it that whole scene where they're like on foot um like I guess the the sort of like detractors and the combines falling on them I that didn't bother me because it was a natural escalation from everything they had seen mm-hmm. before trucks coming at them and stuff but that them like once they got on foot and then they like run into a barn where there's like just scythes just nothing but scythes <laughs> and <pit laughs> Actually
1: forts. I kind of I of actually like I liked that it, where it's it like was, oh no come on it was a good
0: jo- <laughs> like it was just a joke like it was a visual <laughs> joke they go who are these people and then they <laughs>
1: And How many size the, does one person need? Yeah, then they also show those people later, and they just seem like a nice little family. I don't know. Yeah, no, they seem just nice. Probably they, white supremacists and probably Trumpists, but I mean, other than that, they seem great. He sells great. scythes. <laughs> what could go wrong? He sells scythes by the seashore. <laughs> by the seashore. Um, um, yeah, I
0: guess I, I I know what you're saying. I think it was like them trying to escalate it, but it did get like kind of a little bit sillier. In, I don't know. It just felt happening.
1: like when when someone like probably like the elevator pitch of this movie was that, and then they added all this like, but what if we actually like engage in the actual science of of tornadoes? And like, oh, fine. But can we do my stuff at the end though? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because especially party- when Bill Paxton says, we're going in and he really, <laughs> yeah. you know, puts 110% into just that one line again. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to his family, um, but <laughs> like that's the one moment that he really uh, dove in, and still a bad read of that line. I did, yeah, uh, that one line. And again, God
0: rest you, Jerry Mentelman. Um,
1: <laughs> God rest you, <ye>, very Paxelman.
0: <laughs> Jerry Mentleman, I said. Uh, <laughs> I wish I had done that on purpose because that was very good. Um, the way he reads that was like he was in like a, a kid's movie like a zany
1: the funny thing is it reminded me of the mummy when brendan Fraser is like guess you're on the wrong side of the reaver yeah i was like okay so we're just teenage boys then okay go on movie can we talk about the love story
0: and no um no go ahead well i just i mean this is i don't have much to say other than so unsurprisingly uh the women characters were not served well in this (laughs) mid (laughs) nineties action movie. (laughs) Like, because we've got, we already kind of touched on Melissa and the way, but then also Joe, who is, you know, one of our main characters and is especially a strong willed character. And she is, she's headstrong. She has, uh, she's clearly competent. She also like seems to not be able to exist without Bill. Like she feels like she, you know, she's still pining for him and you know, everything kind of doesn't work without him. Like she's clearly like moving on with her life as far as like the career goes. But like, as soon as she's back, she like lets him drive everywhere and like Hmm. needs him to like, you know, do any of these experiments. Like she sees in him like a, a partner that she needs. And I'm not saying that's inherently wrong, but I feel like for, we're supposed to kind of see her as this strong independent character. And yet and I think she plays that, but yet the way it's written is like she can't actually do anything, like progress without Bill now because like she still loves him. And I don't know. I, I'm not saying that they're making a statement about like women can't be on their own, but it's also like kind of undercuts the way they've drawn this character.
1: I You know, I didn't really pick up on that myself when I was watching it. I was actually kind of um, amazed. I mean, I, I do think they play up that, you know, there's a partnership there and he's got his, you know, magical powers or whatever. Um, but honestly, I think that, and maybe this is Helen Hunt bringing her own um, vibe to the, the character where she seems very self-assured. Um, I think there's obviously still love for Bill Paxton, for whatever reason. Again, my thoughts to his family. Um, but she seems to be, the, like, she seems to, to care. <laughs> she seems to care about him a lot. Uh, I think the movie fails in, like, making me understand why they would be in divorce proceedings. Like, they bicker a lot, but it didn't seem like divorce le- level bickering. Right. Or else I need to re examine my relationships. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, (laughs) I've been meaning to tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly thought she was kind of like very self-assured and I don't feel like the movie treats her with kid gloves or in the kind of like... I think there's sometimes in these type of movies, like a shitty sexism where she's a little too committed to her job and maybe she needs to pull back a little bit. Like the movie never seems to take that tone with Helen it did Hunt's with, character. It did it's almost Melissa. like the opposite. It certainly does with the Melissa, yeah. but it almost does the opposite in that Bill Paxton is the one like, you should be doing this with Joe. Like she's the one who's really committed to yeah. the cause man of chasing storms and you know, uh, probably eventually getting killed by them 10 years from now. I honestly like came away from this thinking like, that we have done wrong as a society by Helen Hunt. Like, this is an Oscar-winning actress. She wins an Oscar a year after this movie comes out. I mean, I don't think that she she's not one of those chameleon-type actors that, you know, right. disappears into a role. She's always going to sort of be playing a variation on, on this sort of sarcastic, smirky-like character. She plays it in Mad About You. She plays it in Twister. She goes on to play it in As Good As It Gets, Oscar-winning role. But... Honestly, that's also a career path for Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt. Of yeah. you know, like, how why did this woman just suddenly disappear from screens uh, forever? I just I I kept thinking about that. that. I do know the answer to that. <laughs> I do know the answer to that, TJ. I just want to hear you say it. Uh, uh, I don't know. It's just it's just really shitty. I mean, yeah. I don't think that anything absolutely terrible like 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 uh, Weinstein levels happened to her. But I think one of the lower tier things that we learn from from the sort of Me Too movement is that there is a very conscious. I think I, as a, a white man, assumed that it was a very subconscious thing, but I think we've learned it's a very conscious thing of women once they're to a certain age, just like ah, no, no, gross, get things. them out of here. You're not old enough
0: to be a grandma,
1: but you're like, I, can't, I have, I'm I not. have no use to, for you yeah. until you like uh, reach you know forty five, and then I'll age you up to sixty. Yeah, you're not Efron level yet, so <laughs> right, uh, so. It sucks. I mean, I, I I thought she, though, I thought that Helen Hunt's character was actually kind of interesting. Um, I think she- I, She kind of reminded of me park. of Laura Dern in, in Jurassic Park, where yes. it doesn't make a big deal about how, like, self-assured and competent she is. But in it's not making a big deal about it, it's kind of like, thank you, movie, for not making a big deal about Right. Out of right. This. Yeah. Although yes, she does get the man in the end, and they she shares a big kiss. So I mean, there is almost a Shakespearean level of like, finally she she settles down with this man. But it almost I feel I I look at that as like Bill Paxton rising to her level rather than the other way around. Of her lowering have, herself to him. Yeah, I mean it. It's not that it
0: couldn't it couldn't have been worse. I guess you know it's not like the, <laughs> the most egregious example of this kind of thing. But it was kind of like I, I just felt it like it undercut its own characterization of her by being like the way they set it up the way like she kind
1: of well went. I mean it doesn't help that they, they set this prologue up that it's all about daddy issues in the beginning right right exactly uh, shall we go to the verdict we shall I think yes <laughs> Damons and Tappa La Papa, what is your verdict? Thank you for for the first time in my life pronouncing my last name correctly. <laughs> um, it's the least I could do. It's the least I could do. Twister is an interesting movie. First off, there are two dogs in it, and they both survive. So I have to give it credit for that. Two, um, two but dog calls w- <laughs> <paws> up. <laughs> but I think I'm going to. I was really. I was really torn on this, and I feel like your inner child is. Barely an idiot. Whoa! (laughs) Uh, I think this is almost such an inoffensive film that it almost feels weird to actually come down on a verdict on it. It seems like... I think if it had come out any other time but, like, 1996, in that, like, wait, we can do shit with computers now? Um, (laughs) That I would almost, like, forget that this movie exists. Like, this... This is not that interesting a movie. It's not a terrible movie, um, aside from Bill Paxson's performance, of course. R.I.P. But otherwise, I feel like this is a kind of forgettable movie. If I take it out of its context of where it sits in, in the realm of, like, CGI technology, like, who cares about this storm chasing I mean, yeah, you cut up Pepsi cans, you put it on the sensors, and they flew. But Mazel Tov, I guess. Good job. I mean, I, I don't even know if I have that much more to now. say about. But it, but it's also like a, an, a like a fantasy sequence because I have to imagine that lives are saved because this didn't actually happen. <laughs> like this is like a technological yeah. jump that actually hasn't happened. So I'm like, okay. I guess, good job for the alternate dimension where people are saved by the extra warning they have about tornadoes.
0: It's not like hidden figures. where like the, the, the steps that <laughs> are taken actually. Right,
1: exactly. It's not like hidden figures in many ways. <laughs> speaking in of- that there are people of color in that say, movie, yeah. whereas there are no people of color in this there movie. Literally zero, at least with speaking lines that I observed. I actually, I think some of uh, Carrie Elway's villainous crew are people of color. Naturally, of course,
0: a diverse crew that relies upon
1: data. Boo! Get out of here! I hope you die with a (laughs) you're murdered by a tornado through no fault of your own. What did you think, DJ? Your current self is an idiot
0: because your inner child (gasps) is not, isn't it? Not what?
1: Hold on, I have to do the math real quick. If only Carrie <laughs> Elways was still alive. <laughs> no, this movie was great. Uh, they were great. Right. Okay. There were. Listen, I have to go. I have a heart out on this <laughs> Listen, podcast.
0: There was. Myriad problems, which we just spent nearly an hour talking about. So I'm not going to pretend it's without fault. But it was. there was compelling action. There were characters you care about. There were characters that you were supposed to not care about that you actually do <laughs> about, care about, like Melissa. Helen Hunt's great film. Seymour Hoffman is gross and misogynistic, but also great. Uh, Bill Paxton is a, God rest his soul, very bad
1: actor. A great family man, I assume. Uh, father to his kids, I didn't even look it up. Uh, great husband, I don't know. Uh, son, but terrible son, actor. Son
0: to an equally bad actor. Uh, Is he really? That was uh, the Jeeves guy in the Spider-Man movies. Remember we talked about this. Oh, uh, for fuck's sake. John? John Paxson? Anyway. Um,
1: Finally, white guys <laughs> whose father were also famous white guys are getting their due. <laughs> Fuck off. So, so like, Go
0: ahead, DJ. So... He didn't bring it down enough for me, though. Like it's, he's enough of a like quote unquote everyman kind of character where it kind of doesn't matter. Like it's not really. He doesn't have to like. They are. They do give. It's not like he doesn't get a lot to do, but they're also like this isn't Indiana Jones. He's not like carrying the movie with his charisma. It's about the tornadoes. But you he know, could like, have been. Yeah, it w- would would have been better if Tom Hanks had been <laughs> cast in this role. Of course. But like. What movie, you know, there's very few movies where that's not the case. This, look, you got to work with what you got. (laughs) And we got Bill And So what uh, are you going to do? Helen Hunt's great. I was like, I knew exactly what happened in this movie. And I was still like kind of freaked out in some of the tornado scenes. Like you're like, it's, you know, especially like if you've been through severe weather, which most of us have in some case or another, like it's. It was pretty realistic for that, at least in a, like, uh, visceral, this is sort of how it feels to be scared. And, you know, like, it's also like... I don't know, it makes me regress a little bit to when you were like a scared little kid and you know storms would happen and you have to go crawl into the basement and you know all that kind of stuff like i thought it was good you know tornadoes are scary and i thought that they did a good job of being like they're also really compelling and interesting mm-hmm. and here are a bunch of nerds that chase them around now so i also <laughs> think i don't know if this like spurred like the sort of popularization of storm chasers but there was like a period in the late 90s, early 2000s, where, like, I feel like that was – not that Storm Chasers are not still around or that they weren't around before that, but that became, like, more of a thing for a while. And it may have been kind of due to this movie or in part due to this movie. And I think it is, like, you know, meteorology is interesting. And it's something we – weather is something we deal with all day, no matter where you live. Uh, So it's, like (laughs) – Hot take alert. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, it's, like, you know, it's one of those things that, like – you you can't get away from it and and yeah, uh, Aunt Meg's great. Uh, somehow, oh, yeah, Lois Smith she is she is good. It made me uh,
1: somehow made steak and eggs look gross. <laughs> I but. mean, I like steak and I like eggs, but every time I'm at a Waffle House and I see steak and eggs on the menu, I'm like, what are you fucking deranged? I'm not gonna have these things together. Well, bear in mind the first part of what you said,
0: which is that you're at a Waffle House. So I would recommend that you <laughs> stay up, away I'm
1: from it. First I'm already like, paying for my sins. <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen, you did this to yourself. You got here <laughs> somehow. Anyway, your inner child is not an idiot, and how dare you is my answer.
1: <laughs> well, uh, DJ, you know, after listening to you giving an impassioned speech about it, uh, my mind is more resolute than before.
0: <laughs> That's exactly how... uh uh, fox news
1: was born um what do you think not only are you an idiot but you're against our country and the good people within it and i'll tell you if you're not with if you're not with twister
0: you're against us that's just that's just a fact uh what do you think everybody your inner child is an idiot at gmail.com uh email us you can text us or leave a voicemail at 615-576-0525 uh you can become a patron of the
1: show patreon.com slash your inner child is an idiot i have good news though uh dj um yeah bill paxton has come back from the dead and he wants to read all of our patrons names oh, is that okay
0: yes yes it is uh um,
1: I don't know why he's here because we've spent the last hour really just railing into him. Uh, I don't know if he's been listening, so just play it cool. He's still in the green room, so just, <laughs> so just be cool when he comes on mic. Uh, we want to thank our current patrons, including... Just Cause... Scalphosaurus, Dr. Malcolm's Heaving Bosom... Heather Tuggle... Tyler Richardson...
0: Justin Shea...
1: Captain John Luke Picard, that was an impression I just did. I don't know if you caught the ins and outs of it. Karen Curd. Lindsay Nell. Jonathan Day. The Zasty. Jacob Grimm. Particle Man. The Supreme Ruler of this podcast. Now hold on, I'm going to show you my accent work here. Damon's Australian accent. Dramatically, dramatically place hot dog, man. Larissa
0: Maestro
1: (laughs) D (laughs) D D Smith We got sisters It's Jeremy Palin We got Kevin from Cleveland (laughs) Oh god we got a jumper It's his honor the mayor Dan McIntyre he's here man (laughs) Uh, Just a bad actor But a good man God I assume. His soul. God Again, his soul. I just I have to, I have to, you know, put, put caution to the wind and just assume that he was a good person. I hope that
0: this podcast becomes, uh, famous enough that when we die, <laughs> someone just relentlessly, uh, rags on us.
1: Attacks us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, thank you all very much. We really appreciate you listening to us, uh, butcher the
1: memory of Bill Paxson, uh, and, uh, in a way that really honors him. You know, if I was his widow and, um, uh, children i'd be like wow they really got my father the man who raised me and the man who married me they really treated him with honor and respect
0: wait you married your father is that in this scenario what are we talking about <laughs> hey uh while i'm talking about shit uh my band is releasing new music the City. if you want to check that out thank you very much for listening to the show While Damon talks us out with some uh, meteorology jargon, I'm going to make tornado sounds. So,
1: uh, oh yeah, good. Well, uh, you know the thing about tornadoes is that you never know. You haven't been there. You haven't seen it. Come for this house and come for that house and skip that house. That's your jargon. I don't know. You know what? You're absolutely right. And what I meant to say (laughs) was low front, uh, high front. you probably got a you know, uh you know a, a hook a hook cloud, looks like tornadic activity coming around here. Uh probably uh yeah.